Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the TetraCast. My name is Zach Reese. I'm your host. Joining me today is one Josh Torres. It's just us. Yes. That's it. Everyone's <laughs> everyone's kind of on like holiday break still, which is I don't blame them. It's kind of a slow, slow uh, start to the new year. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, it's the yes, the January sixth, twenty eighteen edition of the TetraCast. Yeah. Um, Brian uh, said he could have joined us a little bit later, but uh, we have some big things planned for the site, and so I'm kind of a bit of a time crunch here. But I promise you, uh, we're gonna work our best to have him next week because I, <laughs> he's always good to have around. Uh, but man, it's been kind of rough uh, these past few days trying to get everything prepared for the new year because man, we've got a lot of stuff planned for RPG site. Yeah, definitely. I should mention that uh, Kazuma actually just put up a Lineage 2 Revolution uh, guide on the site, a very extensive one, and uh, he's already got plans for some a few more guides for the site. We're trying to do more to the mobile side of things, mm-hmm. so I hope people check that out. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of interested Like with our previous discussion of Lineage 2, that mobile game. That just seems super wild, and I've been kind of thinking about downloading it here and there. He has a lot of a lot of things to say about it. It's it's awesome. Yeah, and he, he mentioned Onmyoji is actually going to get uh, apparently an English version, which it's Onmyoji for people who don't know. It's a super popular game in Asia. It's insanely popular. I played some of it. Um, it's got this weird like kind of Final Fantasy X combat system. Um, okay. So it's a, yeah, it's a turn based MMORPG really, but yeah, it's it's got uh, a lot of. <laughs> style assistance is that like it. the weird spear grid from ff10 too i i don't remember because i couldn't get deep into it because obviously the uh, language barrier but i mm, okay. i did play through like the tutorial bits and it definitely felt like that um the combat system anyway but yeah uh he's talking about having a guide up around launch so uh, people who like that kind of thing uh is great and obviously if you've anyone out there who's got uh, suggestions or things like that they need help on for other games uh, check us out because chow also um put up a grand booth fantasy in-depth article and we got a comment saying like they were playing for months they knew about none of that stuff so uh you know we're trying to help people more on our on our content side of things but let's get into the podcast proper so josh um i've been noticing on your twitter account that you've been sharing some old games kind of a daily basis mm-hmm. and it looks like <laughs> you're trying to show off that uh what's it called the um the that's uh, the major capture card that i got like about a year ago it's in like i kind of want to take things slow going to the new york i didn't want to like over like get into like the new games and see oh i have to catch up from last year it's like yeah i kind of i kind of want to take a step back and like i have this like ps2 ps1 and so forth library it's like i kind of i kind of miss playing some of these old games you oh, know no doubt so i i was thinking uh one day of like uh, hooking my ps1 to my major but i needed a, a bnc to rc adapter for the cable side of things to hook up its composite Ooh, okay. and whatnot must be so like you've got that, like some kind of squid cables all over the place trying to. Yeah, like, it's it's, it's kind of a, a little bit of a mess here and there, the but it, yeah. yeah, but it's it's working out. So I I went back to PS2 stuff first, and I was kind of thinking I was like, okay, I kind of most of my PS2 stuff that I still have like on on the shelf, like not in a box somewhere. It's kind of oh. mostly RPGs. Uh, so, uh, like, I was thinking, what's going to ca- catch my eye right now? What am I in the mood for? So, I had, like, that night, I kind of played, like, about two hours of, like, Suikoden 5, like, just the beginning of it, just kind of get the flow of things again. <laughs> and the first thing I immediately remembered was, like, oh, shit, I forgot how bad the loading times were doing some battles oh, for that, for that game. Oh, to go back to that stuff, yeah. Yeah, you definitely needed, like, a, like it's it's a great game, but it's, like, you need a sort of, like, patience with it. Like, the hardware just, like, going, okay, you're going a bit... 
you know, too extensive at this. But it was nice, you know, the, the voice acting holds up. The the visual design still is still very charming and looks very good uh, still. So I was like, man, I really miss Wickedin. Oh, totally. Uh, it's, it's obviously a series. And, you, and obviously uh, you've got the uh, creator of that working on Alliance Alive. So there's something supposed to be coming out this year. I mean, there's a game that he worked on that's coming out this year. But, like, it seems like he's nowhere near interested in working with Konami again. So that series is yeah, kind of, well, you know, uh, in the I mean, water. Yeah, we've, we've heard all the stories about, you know, how it's been with Konami the past, uh, last few years. So I don't, I don't blame the dude. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I also another night uh, popped in Metal Saga because uh, you know oh, the release okay. of Metal Max you know this year I was like okay well what was this series again because uh, I, I played like a good chunk of it back then I remember like I forgot which ending I got it has a lot of uh, uh, endings in it but it's a yeah. very, it's like one of those like landmarks in like kind of the mid to late PS2 era that got localized and it's a very nonlinear RPG it's it's almost like saga esque. But um, like, there's like, there's a main story, but the way you go about it can go in so many ways. And the I had a lot of weird, 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 weird systems. Like the basic setup for it was like you're this kid, and you can like end the game, get the end credits like in ten seconds because at the beginning of the game, your mom tells you, "Hey, you should be a mechanic instead of being like a, a hunter." And you can you can be like, "Yeah, I want to be a mechanic," and then it'll just go to end Straight credits. Straight up near then... automata style, of, <laughs> <laughs> just like cut through the middle, man. It's... Yeah, um, I, remember, I remember those. Actually, yeah, my brother played a lot of that game. Adam, uh, who also works mm-hmm. for the site, and he, I got, I sat and watched him play it. And yeah, there's a lot of those weird quirks about it. I remember that. Yeah, it's like especially like like each skill that you can equip on a character, like they like cost money. So like if you have an yeah, auto wow. skill, that sucks. Uh, yeah, if you have an auto skill like that'll activate at the end of battle, you can actually go into a battle and lose money out of it. Was, <laughs> it was it was so... He had spent so much time in menus in that game. I remember that part. Yeah. Uh, it, it was uh, it was wild, and I, so and then so after that, like I finally got in my the, the adapter um, yeah. in uh, today, and I uh, popped in uh, Zeno Gears just the title screen just to make sure it worked. Oh, I, so I, 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 I was thinking about maybe I should play it again. Um, and and <laughs> it's man, it's the, okay. We'll talk about it later, but continue. Yeah, and then uh, and then a, a weird fighting game from Koei way back when called uh, it's a, a Distrego. It's like a three D nice. uh, almost like Power Stone esque. Yeah, I still remember uh, this game. Yeah, yeah. That, that still kind of holds up, but like it's like a bad game, but it's like a fun game to play. It's um, weird. Dynasty Warriors One holds up kind of well too. It's weird. And that's the fighting game. The two, two is yeah, when I went to right. the the open uh, mm-hmm. action. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but like all this kind of you know digging back into these things got me like it, it's a it's the it's the weird rabbit hole that you always encounter. And like you you want you want to go back to these games, but then you see that like the image quality can be just better. So like and now I'm thinking, oh man, should I do a frame meister or should I do the alternative, which is like a OSSC, which is open source something converter? Yeah, um, I mean obviously emulators, some emulators still have got a ways to go. I mean if you do go with the frame meister, I mean I've heard incredible things. There's yeah. a ton of options for that. I think the only downside that I know of is that you have to buy a powered RGB cable because apparently there's like a bunch of consoles that don't work without one, like a yeah. Super Nintendo, I believe, mm-hmm. is one of those. But, uh, you know, there's like so many options and, you know, people have gone through and, and shown off like how deep, how deep it goes. I, If I'm not mistaken, I don't think they manufacture the Freemaster anymore, No, right? they, 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 yeah. it, it, they do. It's only in Japan, though. It's only been made in Japan from this small company. I think it's a Microsoft or something. Yeah. And uh, the weird thing about it is if you want to go the RGB route, it does have like a thing for the easy way in but if you really want the most out of like like pixels crisp pixels out of it you would want to do the rgb in 
um, input, but it requires a like a SCART cable, but it's separate kind of SCART cable, like like a SCART JP21 cable because of, because it's only manufactured in Japan, so it works like in Japanese region cables. So you go down that rabbit hole of like, okay, what what kind of cable do I need? <laughs> this kind of stuff. Yeah. So it, it, it's it's a it's crazy, but I, I I look at the results on like what people put up. It's like man, that's just it's beautiful, like how how they're they're able to achieve that. So like. I was like, maybe I don't know. So I'm kind of still thinking about it, and uh, because it, it would be really nice to see like that, uh, like being able to hook up to my major and being able to like record and live stream, kind of like that, kind of like pixel perfect uh, upscaling. Yeah, whatnot. I mean, I personally, I mean, I've because there's um, like there's another side, of course, like Giant Bomb and stuff like that. They have right. like these deep conversations. There's also, I think, back in my play is another podcast that mm-hmm. goes deep into this stuff. I don't know if you've ever heard of them, but yeah, um, they added, like the guys on there sometimes been like the eight four play podcast too. But uh, one of the other ones was the um, was it called the open source scan converter? I believe. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, it's what I heard. It's that um, uh, it's obviously it's cheaper than the Frame Meister, like half the price. Yeah. Uh, and also it like it doesn't have some of the problems. Framemeister has like Framemeister. There's been talk about stuff like you know, there's input yeah, lag and yeah. resolution issues and color. In, noise. Input lag is more like uh, on like the actual like uh, TV display thing. So yeah. that definitely that uh, they, it would still like be have that same problem with OSSC. The the main big problem with the Framemeister is like you know some games like Chrono Cross for example have like different resolutions for the menu versus yeah. uh, the like the game. So you have like 480i like you know traveling around but you go to the menu it's like 240p or it's like vice versa or something but for the frame meister's case it takes like a long time for it to transition those resolutions yeah uh, a, a cinch for crts but yeah it, to the point becomes almost unplayable i hear and that's just because you think yeah like for every time you want to go into the menu you're thinking six to seven like second load times yeah. to, for that resolution thing so it, it gets weird into that yeah, uh, think, it's, it's yeah. a lot of research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think that I mean the other thing I know about the OSSC, I think it's that's mm-hmm. how they they typically put it out there. It's like I think it's that it doesn't have some of the like it doesn't have some things that the Framemeister does, like such as I think it was like um, you can't use overscan or zooming if that matters mm-hmm. to you or sharp mm-hmm. scaling. But uh, there are like uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Framemeister has like you know custom profiles and stuff like that that is supposed to improve some of those uh, issues that people have been having uh, and obviously i assume the community for that stuff is bigger but i think that because the price that you know the ossc is growing and it's open source so yeah. obviously it's you know maybe it's more friendly for people i don't know it's something you got two options out there is from what i heard yeah that, that seems to, these seem to be like the like the the biggest bang for your buck if you're really going to go for that uh, image quality uh route yeah and i don't yeah. think ossc has like I think there's like a billion. It's, it's kind of like OBS versus XSplit, XSplit in terms of like live stream uh, services. It, it kind of reminds me a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the kind of the feeling I got there. And then, I mean, yeah, I mean, if things like input like bother you, then uh, from what I heard, OSC is like you know barely mm-hmm. any. There's barely any input yeah. lag on that stuff. Yeah, so. I, I'm ha- I'm happy that like uh, Major plays nice with both PS2 and PS1 in terms of input lag. Like there's pretty much none on, on them, or very minimal to the point that you can't really tell. Uh, so I, like being able to play like those old games. Uh, without that is real nice um so i'm, I'm kind of digging more into it but obviously there's gonna be a shitload of new releases this year so who knows how when i'll be able to really uh revisit the issue again i, I want it but like it's not we'll a priority see. yeah because you've got you've already got plenty of stuff you could be doing with what you've yeah. got right now and then maybe yeah. when you want to really dig deep i mean we've been talking about doing more video content on the site so maybe when that ever becomes a thing but you know if it's 
if it's barely that much of a difference right now, then, you know, until, unless you go to the point of like emulators and stuff like that, but you and I both yeah. own a ton of physical games. So it's nice to be able to use that library. Yeah. Um, other, other than that, just kind of slow goings. I mean, a new anime seasons upon us. I, 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 uh, yes. uh I, I will mention that like the Devil Man Cry Baby new Netflix original. <sighs> I saw that. Uh, I yeah, saw, it, I saw the tweets about it already. Yeah, I'm like three episodes into that. That is a really, really like solid adaptation of that. It's basically the original uh, manga Devil back Devil. in the yeah from uh, from Go Nagai. Like uh, they they let him. Uh, it's like a new adaptation of that, so you don't need like previous Devil Man knowledge. Uh, directed by uh, Masaki Yuasa, who does like the Garo. Uh, animations oh, are really Garo, good. of course, yes. yeah, yeah. So they, they, it's, kind of, it's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of a, a good collaboration. Like it's it's very it's very it's like visual, visually relentless. It, it it has like you know, Go Nagai is very much that type of director of like a lot of gore, a visceral, lot of you know, yeah. visceral action, a lot of sex scenes. You know, it's it's it's, but it's it's very gung ho in a very liberating kind of fashion. It's it's very it's done like the style style of it is very very awesome. That's uh, so I'm I'm very excited to get uh, back more into that. But other than that, it's I just kind of been kind of taking it easy, you know. Yeah, I mean, I know that uh, Card Captor begins tomorrow, which I'm ex- I'm excited for. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. When does uh, Violet Evergarden begin? I think Violet Evergarden is the new show from Kyoto Kyoto Animation. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, like uh, I think January 21st or 22nd, oh, okay. so somewhere around yeah. like the last almost last week of January. And I think Card Captor Sakura just the the new one just aired like. Be like an hour or two ago as of this oh, report. Sorry, yeah, it's it's because yeah. of the Japanese side. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it was premiering yeah. on Sunday in Japan, but in the West, it's you know people grab it as soon as possible. But yeah, <laughs> were you uh, an anime expo? Were you able to see Violet Evergarden? Or was that? Just... Yeah, I was. Uh, I was okay. able to get the both premieres of uh, the Card Captor and Violet Evergarden. Oh, I, I was just. I was just. I just barely. I barely made the Violet Evergarden. That's Evergarden that's one. what I remember. Yeah, because yeah. you, you had another panel. Oh, actually, was it picking up tickets? I forget what it was, but yeah, it's... I was. I was like at lunch with a, with a few friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, it's. I mean, those two shows look incredible and so it's it's exciting that yeah. it's both happening this season so this will be the season i finally get back to anime after like two three years of not <laughs> after watching I mean, like, you, a couple dozen like, shows. you really didn't miss much so i didn't also i was able to live a life free from like sticking to anime schedules right. it's yeah i had some freedom but now it's pulling me back uh so yeah it's from for me then uh as far as stuff yeah it's, it's been xenogears because um i was going to mention before that Indeed, in about a month, actually almost to the day, uh, Xenogear's 20th anniversary uh, is going to be true. happening. So uh, I mentioned this on the last podcast, maybe before even, uh, me and Chelsea have been working on a bunch of stuff uh, to celebrate that happening. But uh, uh, going back and just looking at it, there's just a ton of 20th anniversaries this year, 25th anniversaries, just anniversaries in general. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to to celebrate this year. So um, this just going to be... Still holds up? Uh, oh yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I I think it's it's funny because the flaws make it hold up if that makes sense because it's like it's it's so weird in the way it's it's presentation that it's got such remarkable stuff uh, about it especially with like the religious undertones, uh, the combat system, the art uh, direction and all that. Uh, it's just fascinating stuff that you know it's still to this day favorite RPG of all time. It's, yeah, uh, no competition. Sure. Uh, that, that that was like kind of like almost the theme of last year like there were a lot of a lot of great games even though there's like significant flaws in like each and every one of like the really great games last year yeah like uh, that's uh, that's kind of it adds on to the charm of it of like hey they were able to surpass uh, or like get over like the pros of these games were able to like uh, make up for the cons of like the significant cons of them so i think i think that's you know i, I can totally understand like you know xenogears having 
still having significant flaws, you know, it's still, but it, it's able to like kind of convert it into its strength in a way. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's fascinating to think about that. Like I recently did that, um, article in Final Fantasy Tactics and if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. like this month is the 20th anniversary of that. So, so it's going to be kind of crazy. Oh, actually I, w- I was going to mention this, uh, with the conversation we just had about, um, uh, old, old consoles. There's still right. that polymega thing that's supposed to be coming out. Like that's the, uh, modular, retro game console you know where you can, oh like, i remember like, kind of horse yeah horse, sort of hearing that yeah i didn't know it was still uh being me uh working on yeah yeah absolutely it's it's actually something it showed off uh or they had people play with it a little bit during uh e3 time i think uh but it's got like a bunch of different things like nes super nintendo genesis topographic 16 uh they're even talking about it even like uh cd add-ons and stuff like that oh yeah uh, so, that's crazy yeah 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 and it's all uh, uh it's it's obviously emulated on the side but it's their own stuff and you're uh using your own physical console of physical games and stuff like that software so like and and they show like a side-by-side of turbo graphics like uh i think it was like some some old fighting games stuff like that where the boot time was significantly lower and oh, so wow. that's yeah. a boot time and loading times and stuff like that so it's like that's probably something uh, i think they're talking about maybe doing a kickstarter later this year and so that's something that like you're getting into like the mage well and uh frame master stuff like i might pick that up just because yeah. it'd be cool to have one all-in-one modular system like that for sure so. that, that just reminds me i forgot to mention that the, the reason i'm not like just using my ps2 for all my ps1 games it's like uh, i have a modded ps1 that uh, supports oh. imports so like I, I, it's not just an easy solution for me to just put, put all my ps1 games into my ps2 so no. that's why i have to use my ps1 yeah you, you got that ps3 as well that's got the backward stuff but it's actually no sorry you got the a lot of death on that thing so you're still trying to figure that out yeah yeah i have, I have my, my 60 gigabyte still in the closet for for that that i'll eventually get a reflow on it one day but other than that i'd have a slim ps3 that doesn't support ps2 yeah i tried games to, anymore i try to open mine up and do the whole thing where you're trying to like because the whole thing is that uh, people who don't know, like the uh, CPU coolant, I think, it, or what are the, um, I forget what it's called, but you know, the yeah. uh, the stuff that's supposed to keep the CPU running cool, it's that that stuff cracks over time, and for a lot of reason, that's what causes the a lot of death. Uh, so you know, it's it's the um, I forget what it's called, but it's like uh the the stuff you put underneath the cpu when you're supposed yeah, to yeah when you're when you're building a pc i forgot too but uh, it's a basically before you shut this uh the pc closed but before you uh, mount the the fan on it make sure to have like the the, the cooling not cream but you know liquid i'm gonna look this up because it's gonna <laughs> be like uh, it's arctic silver and that's all I yeah know. exactly paste, the thermal, thermal paste, paste. Yeah. yeah that cracks <laughs> apparently over time and so people talk about like you know open it up and reapplying it and that didn't work for me so you know mm-hmm. i would say yeah. uh get it professionally done um mm-hmm. but yeah let's let's get into the news then because we've got some stuff to talk about yeah. here so um Something we just got uh, yesterday uh, is Nice America announced that they would be holding their annual press event, like they always do in February. In this case, on February 9th, which is about a week or two earlier than normal. Um, so uh, they said it will be live streamed and it expected to start around, I think it's like 7 o'clock, like it usually is um, for people who are interested in checking it out. Uh, I actually created sort of a list of games that mm-hmm. I kind of hope will be there, uh, but we'll see. Because uh, you know, for most of the reason, I mean, I we can expect the Sky Three PC. I think would be like an yeah, easy yeah, one. Yeah, I, I think that I think it's either that or the Sky of Five complete, one the, or the other. Yeah, yeah, they might just go ahead and say like dump it all. But you know, it's weird how it's been so long since they put it. I wonder if they're facing any trouble with that. And that's why. But um, so the games that I I've had I got a list here. It's 
Coven Labyrinth of Refrain, of course. <laughs> That's a lot. Of, a lot of, I, 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 there's like a like I don't know if it's like a minority majority, but like there's a like people who want that game really want that game and yeah. like oh, very like, vocal about it. I still like I, I don't know don't too much know. about it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's yeah. like it's got some of the art that's got. I think it's similar to like I think it's, it, it's a dungeon crawler. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's got it's got yeah. similar art style to like Witch and Thunder Knight. And so, I think it's the same artist, but like okay. it's it's got that kind of art style. But like I don't know what the big appeal is, but that's the that's yeah, the thing. And cool. I, I, from what I heard, that's actually. That's been rumored for a while that they are going to localize that. It's just that I guess they're kind of biding their time, so I expect that to be announced there. Uh, Exile Election, which is the the bizarre. Um, I have no idea what that is. That is I, uh, okay. I'm, uh, I think it's like if it's, if I'm not mistaken, isn't like the uh, Danganronpa people or something like that. It's it's the weird one that they showed when they had like the teaser side of like the people like. Uh, Oh, I kind, of, I kind of vaguely remember this. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's a, it's uh, Nipponichi. It's a visual novel, but it's got like uh, the whole like, uh, it's it's basically Danganronpa. Is, okay. is from everything I ever heard uh, about that game, and so there's that. Um, we've got Hero Must Die. <laughs> fucking oh, hell, man! Fucking, I, that's that's still, that's still like the forbidden project. I know you and I, I think, are the only ones who've really been kind of paying attention <laughs> to that game. Uh, and Adam, I think too, because. Um, uh, it's something that we we ported on before, and it's like one of those games. It's um, one of those games that we thought, and then it never came. Jesus, it's like, oh, like, I thought it would be like an easy like get <laughs> yeah. for them, but it's not happening. Um, um, that Four Nights Princess training story, which we've posted oh, on yeah. the site, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it was delayed recently in Japan, so who knows if that'll actually happen? But you know, I think God Wars got delayed, and it was being still localized at the time, so that was bizarre. Um, oh no, yeah, that, that wasn't like God Wars getting like a like a new content added onto it as well. I Maybe they'll so. announce that. I think so. I think so. Yeah, that might be potentially something that they'll announce as well for localization. Uh, Metal Max Xeno would be cool because we've been showing. Oh, that'd be awesome! Yeah. yeah, Metal Max series been happening since the uh, Super Nintendo. I don't think Famicom. I think uh, maybe Famicom, uh, but it's it's like from the Super Nintendo days, uh, which is Metal Max, just straight up Mad Max, uh, some sci-fi stuff on it. People who don't remember if they've seen some stuff on it. It's the one with like the pink tank. If they saw that post yeah. on the site, mm-hmm. uh, that's, that's... There, there was some. I don't know if they. I don't know if they posted up like direct feed stuff but like on japanese magazines they showed off some of the enemy designs and they look really good oh, you have does. like yeah you have, you have like a fucking dinosaur with like like missile launchers strapped to its side like side oh man that'd what be, the fuck that's be, a weird game that'd be pretty cool to see that kind of stuff here um <laughs> there's also uh iwahimi matsuri which is that uh yukishi yukishi 07 the higurashi creators that's his uh his horror game that he made that's like a remake uh oh, okay. port of the vita game or whatever it was uh, that that's potential. Uh, Deathmark, who knows if that'll be one. Um, that's uh, that horror game from uh, Experience, mm-hmm. uh, the visual novel from them, and uh, Shin Hayarigami. <laughs> uh, that's that's another one of those. Um, I'm trying to. I, I wrote it down I, and I immediately what, what, forgot what the was it. Was it like a mystery type of deal, like maybe a visual, not visual novel, adventure game? Maybe it's, I, it's, I think. It's a, it's part of a series. I know that it's like the I think it's like the third or fourth uh, entry in uh, a, a Pony Cheese long running horror, horror uh, visual novel series that they've been doing. So that's mm-hmm. that's something that I I think it even had like I think they just put it up on like mobile devices. Like they put it on Japan. They had a the, one of the entries was like on, on smartphones. So um, just you know, obviously those last ones are very much. Who knows? But I, figure... I, I think we'll get a release date finally for that East Eight PC version. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely one of those that they need to do. And uh, uh, you know, I'm going to say it right now, I would not be surprised 
if Cold Steel 3 is announced by Nice America. Yeah, that, that, that'd be wild. That'd, that'd be, uh, the, I, from everything I've heard, they're fighting this out for that thing. They want it to happen, and I think that they want that to be like all Falcom games going forward to be from them. Oh. So. <laughs> Fuck. Well, well I mean, they, they had, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if they have a strong case out, out of the gate, but we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if from from what there's, I mean, there was an interview recently that Falcom and uh, Nice America had, or Nipponichi had, uh, but that was like before, I think the, the interview was conducted, I think before the whole thing went down. But from what I think there was a word about going in like for mid and stuff like that with the whole like New Year's resolutions and whatnot. I think the relationship between them is still pretty strong, despite the fact that happened oh, and yeah. they're willing to, you know, work on it. That's, you know, yeah. it's it's hard to forget, uh, it's hard it, to remember that Exceed was also in a state where like early Falcom localization efforts weren't that great. Yeah, like ease for, for like sure. DS and PSP. Like mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it, like I, it's the like the the main takeaway from this is like a, a one time fuck up isn't like a make it or break it thing. No, it's, uh, no Nobunichi has too much money uh, to yeah. to like that to Falcom to to ignore that they've got a much bigger marketing budget. Yeah, and the fact that uh, Falcom president uh, was a uh, the Falcom Navy on Falcom president was able to do like a world tour of sorts for interviews and stuff like that could not have done that at all with XC. It just goes to show that you know this might be kind of how it is. But hopefully Nobunichi learns their damn lesson. That's the important part. If they get their heads on straight and their heads out of their asses. Uh, Great, and other than that, they get to unhinge themselves. Uh, then potentially things could be better, but we'll see. We'll see. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I think that, I think the, the the big test for that is like well, their their updated East Eight English script. Like, well, well yes. what does that look like? It hinges <laughs> on that, and much. And obviously, it's it doesn't have to be Falcon. It can be in the eyes of the fans. Obviously, a lot of people. Yeah obviously don't want to give nice america the time of day and i understand that um in, in, in my opinion it's that it all yeah comes down to how well they fix it up because that's the the important part. at the end of the day like you know the the sales numbers are, are are kind of the big deciding factor here is like i mean you start comparing it like hey did we uh based on like how much marketing we did uh, raised marketing how much did we actually sell on this compared to like past releases and whatnot with Exceed. So I think there, there's a lot of factors going into it going forward. So I'd be interested to see like if, if uh, this America does end up getting Trails of Cold Steel 3, like how, how well does that sell then? Because that, that's already a bit, that's already a big ask too, because it, that, it's pretty much a, like mandatory to go through the Exceed releases of Trails of Cold Steel to get to Cold Steel 3 as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's it's weird because Xseeds like seem to be going backwards in localizations, like with Zway 2 and then Zway and stuff like that. You know, uh, we'll have to see. I mean, people still like have some issue with like Danganronpa V3, for example. But mm. from what I heard, uh, you know, this is obviously somewhat subjective because you know those people who definitely love that game it's that japan wasn't crazy about that game either so it's like compared to the first two degarapa v3 seems more broadly speaking wasn't that well received in japan either so i'm not too shocked about that not to be an apologist for them because clearly you know it's it's that i would highly prefer exceed but you know reality kind of shows that it, it might be more nice's thing or whoever's got the bigger marketing budget ben and namco is going to take it back baby oh man <laughs> go back to oh. the legend of heroes one two three uh, the psp days oh my god sound of the ocean oh, just mm. uh, remember when Highly it was just called legend of heroes that was it like that was the box those were those were the golden days yeah, <laughs> oh, right? man. i like how michael from rp gamer is like he's an apologist for that series i know that much um yeah so we we got more news to talk about here though but yeah that's like i said that's in a, a little over a month from now nice america's press event we'll be covering it uh through our site and social media but it will be live streamed so we'll share where people can watch that when that uh, is shared. Uh, coming up, we got um, this is kind of a funny little follow up from our conversation last week about how well I, f- 
I'm sure you were, you were here last week, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the the fact that the Switch has been doing so well and it's got an exciting uh, year ahead of it. Uh, well, the numbers seem to back it up because the Switch, uh, Nintendo announced that the Switch is as uh, currently broke the record is now the fastest selling game console ever in U.S. history, which is funny because the PS4 set that record. Now the Switch has taken over. And it already. I, I, passed, I think it, I think before this it was it was uh, like it was in the, the same in the in the same period. Yeah, it was the Wii. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. It was actually it was more like uh, it's it, that the PS4 was uh, was uh, selling faster than the PS2. That was actually what it was. Yeah. Um, but they also had already passed the Wii U's lifetime sales in Japan. So specifically in Japan, I think it was like a little over three million sold for the Wii U in in Japan lifetime. And then the Wii, U, excuse me, the Switch is now at about with three point one million. So it's yeah, uh, that's, that's about yeah, like uh, it, it achieved in ten months what the Wii U struggled to do in like five six years. Yeah, exactly. It's so, it's it just goes to show how much excitement is around that. And obviously, uh, there was also I think it was. Um, Nebelian, I think on Twitter mentioned that um, throughout its entire lifespan, that the Wii U had only had like um, was it uh, three million sellers throughout its lifetime, and just in 2017, the Switch had four. Uh, so that's kind of nuts. I think it was was it uh, Splatoon, Mario Kart, um, Zelda. Uh, I, I could be I could actually I could be stuck. It's three versus four. I think the four throughout the lifetime, three in the first year. I, I don't remember if there's another game. I think I do know it was like there was Mario Kart, Splatoon, and, and Zelda Breath of the Wild. So I think Zelda like immediately passed a million. Like it sold more software than it did switching. Yeah, units. I, I don't know. I don't know if like Odyssey has like uh, has been out all oh, long that, enough. Oh, sorry, that is the fourth was one. It? You're right. Yeah, okay. that was the million. So yep, it sold okay. really quickly. Uh, yeah, for good reason. I've heard it's a great game. Super. Yeah, popular. I think I think the numbers uh, like I think sixty percent of like Switch owners have Odyssey and fifty five percent or something around that range have Breath of the Wild. So yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy to think because like uh, around launch time there was more. Uh, uh, Breath of the Wild owners than were Switch. But yeah, at the same time, those... you had like different editions and then the Wii U version as well. But we're talking strictly Switch. It sold yeah. immediate, a million on there. So uh, just insane. And the fact that this year's got some exciting stuff as well. Like with like we mentioned before, like there's Pokemon, Fire Emblem, Shimagami Tensei, Dragon Quest Eleven potentially on Switch. Uh, unless they cancel yeah. it. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, you know, but uh, there's Oculus also Chronicles. like... Yeah, Project Oct- Octopath Traveler. Uh, yes. uh, that oof. Uh, Bayonetta's. Bayonetta's, uh, yeah, three. And yeah, Metroid so... Prime apparently is... There's a recent thing going Maybe, on that... Uh... Met- oh, I'm sorry. Actually, let's, let's back this up a little bit. There was a, a fake account going around saying Metroid Prime is this year. That's, <laughs> I think it was like a... Like a I forget what it was, but it was like a weird Nintendo fake uh, fake Nintendo account. So that's not guaranteed. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't be surprised if Metro Prime comes out this year for Metro Prime. 4, yeah, I, I, could see, I could see a late release. For, yeah, for, they do that for... all the time. Mm-hmm. And and there's a rumor next week that there's going to be a, a, a Nintendo Direct. No guarantee. Uh, there's no uh, there's no official word yet, but that's been the rumor. Uh, that's also been kind of spread because uh, there was this Reddit thread going around where this guy was getting EA press release. Like, it was like yeah, internal memos, and he said mm-hmm. like in January there was going to be uh, some announcements. So. Um, very, there's a very strong chance that there will in fact be one next week, and it's you know it's uh, we're talking the middle of January would be the perfect time for them to do that. I mean, it's so. just like when they when they unveiled the the switch uh, last year, it was like oh, yeah, like oh, early mid January. Yeah, it's like the the twelfth or thirteenth, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it would be a good like one year. Uh, let's look back and also look forward kind of deal. So that would be uh, 
be perfect for them. Uh, but good news for the Switch, obviously, and and you know, hats off to them. Uh, it's obviously yeah, well been deserved. super successful. Yeah, totally. Uh, still love my Switch, and just the idea of being able to play Zelda wherever is just insane. Because that's I, it's kind of a weird thing. Like looking back a year from now, like when they first unveiled the Switch, kind of like everyone is very, like, kind of iffy on it. It's like it's a, it's a cool concept, but man, do they really have like the, the the first year backing to really keep this thing you know, like on a momentum and one year later here we are it's just fucking dominating yeah it's i think a lot of the obviously the um the concern was that they didn't really announce like say a new pokemon game for the switch because it's like well if there's not going to be a pokemon game and you're going to put the same games on the 3ds like dragon quest 11 it's like why do i need to buy this when i can just keep my 3ds so for kids in japan which is obviously a big part of the audience uh for for nintendo over there um 3ds owners specifically a lot of them are kids um it's just that like why would you want to get a switch but i think the obviously they've shown the clear argument why you'd want to own one uh especially with all the amazing games and clearly up until the end of the year they were still putting out some good stuff so uh yeah uh well obviously excited to see what else they announce i hope that we get some actual real surprises and not just you know release dates i think that'd be kind of crazy to see what they can do um, more RPGs, I say. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's announce the next Monolith Soft like <laughs> RPG. We'll see. Oh man! Uh, actually, no, the, the 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 Bravely Default team. Maybe they'll announce an RPG. I really team. want more pro- like uh, reveals for Project Octopath Traveler. There, Octopath Traveler. there oh, was. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think there was like, if if I'm not mistaken, there was like, you know, it's it's. Um, there's no real word on how the Bravely people are really involved in in that game. It's it's mostly just. Uh, uh, who's the Acubus beat people? Uh, Axis Games, or whatever. I think that's marvelous. Um, I think I think they're the part of it, but it's like Axis Games. I think. Or something oh yeah, like yeah. That. I remember the credits of like that yeah. demo they had. Oh yeah, there, so, there was some portion of it. I mean, it uh, looks over great, there. so it doesn't really matter to yeah. me at the same time. But you know, there was the uh, a Christmas um, image that Teaser went around, image, yeah, uh, on, on showing account. the uh, showing uh, yeah, I think, and then uh, there in some of the stockings, there was like the, the Joy Cons on it. Oh, she yeah, she was holding the Joy Con. Uh, oh so yeah, that was that was like they were excited, but there was the Christmas tree behind them with uh, some decorations and stuff like that. So yeah, so, who knows? Uh, yeah, and you know it's Vanilla Soft could come up with something too. That'd be sweet. Uh, still waiting on some but, of this stuff, but we'll see. Um, and then the other piece of news we've got here is that I, don't, I forget if I talked about this last week, but uh, I don't think so. I, I think they've. Uh, it's just a brief mention. It's, a, it's an announcement of an announcement, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that CyberConnect to the president. Uh, we posted this on the site, but I just want to briefly mention it. It's that uh, they're going to have their big Vision Forward event, I think they're calling it, uh, on February 1st. And so there's been a lot of speculation. It's that the fact that since the president announced it and not Bandai Namco, it kind of leads you to believe that this is going to be um, – uh, their own game and not Bandai Namco uh, kind of thing where it's not going to be like another Naruto game yeah, or something I, like that. Or, I, I think, or I think it might have like mentioned in passing, but yeah, I, I don't think anything was coming from solid from them. No, 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 uh, definitely not. I mean, the, I think we talked, um, we may have talked about this before, but like um, the, they did put out like, uh, there was like some Studio Ghibli kind of inspired visuals before yeah. and it's like they put out a job listing a couple years ago for an open world Unreal Engine 4 powered RPG. And so this is, very, there's a very good chance that that could this could be that if if they do announce anything big it could just be a bunch of smaller titles some mobile efforts who knows but um for what it's worth you know i think that after the goodwill that they showed with uh dot hack uh, lost recode i'm excited to see what uh, what else they announce i don't expect to see dot hack original quadrilogy <laughs> yeah uh, that's, I think that's way too soon uh, for that if they do that i i, I think i think they're they're fine with just uh bundling the terminal disc inside last recode and calling it that uh, yeah that's- it, 
it's it's, way, it's it's way too much of a big endeavor to do to, to go back and remake all the four games original games yeah just say that's a new dot hack is what we're saying yeah, yeah that's that'd be way better i think um but we'll find out so the other stuff we've got here we've got some new fate news Oh yeah, um, but at the end of the year, usually Type Moon has a lot of like big announcements for the Fate series, like you know what you saw with Fate Extella, Fate Extra, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Fate Stay Night and whatnot. So in this one, uh, they they're technically ca- calling it like the the sequel to Fate Grand Order. It's like uh, Fate Grand Order Cosmos and the Lost Belt, which is basically part two of the story. And and the last few years, um, yeah, it's always weird English terminology with that series. So like uh, the original uh, Fate Grand Order. They had the the part one technically ended with uh, the release of Camelot in Japan that uh, chapter and then you had like all the final fights and whatnot and then l- last year they had this weird um, kind of filler series that kind of bridged the gap between that and this called the Epic of Remnant series that came in four like sub story parts which like you know it, it kind of expanded like the horizon and, and scope of what um, the Fate Grand, uh, Grand Order uh, kind of encompasses. Uh, it introduced like in the latest epic of remnant story they have a new a new uh, like servant class like usually in the in the fate series you have the saber archer berserkers and whatnot and then like now they have this new class called foreigners which is uh kind of uh, oh, reaches yes. more they, they, they kind of reach a little weird like uh cthulhu aspect like lovecraftian um oh, cool. thing yeah so like a lot, in, of squid, a lot of like tentacles. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, like Abigail Adams, for example, is kind of like a like a kind of like a conduit for to a Lovecraftian horror deity. It's uh wow. it's very bizarre. Wow. Um, yeah, and so in this one, uh, obviously, I can't really speak mu- too much about like the premise of it because it's a lot of spoilers. But it, I will say that they kind of they released the prologue of uh, this new part in Japan. But the official like uh, release date of this will be sometime in spring this year, uh, in the Japanese version. Obviously, the North American version of Fate Grand Order is still two years off from all this content. Yeah. Uh, so, like, uh, um, in the prologue, it's a uh, very much uh, reminiscent of the events uh, of the intro to Root C of Nier Automata. Uh, so, if you kind of reminisce a little bit about that and like what happened there, it's. Uh, think that except kind of a bit more crazy oh, wow. and and then the premise of this of how you get around is is more along the lines and inspired by Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey so okay. definitely yeah so it's definitely so like rad. you know yeah like Antarctica is definitely involved uh, you, you traveling around in an armored vehicle uh, is kind of how it leaves off for now it's kind of it's kind of insane like uh, one of the most amusing parts about Grand Grand Order is always like kind of the big story beats and how it kind of wants to like you know uh, vary things up and this kind of flips like the whole premise on its on its head. So there's a lot of uh, interesting stuff uh, on that end. It's bigger than its its small screen, technically. Yeah, for, for sure. But but it's not it's not going to be like a, a separate uh, new app uh, for this. It's going to be still on the on the same Fate Grand Order app. Uh, obviously, it's going to be story gated, much like how. FF14, uh, you know, uh, story expansions are. You need to have like you know the main story done before you get access to any of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Content. Be, obviously, for good reason because that's yeah. obviously high level license. Yeah. Um, other than that, they also kind of uh, put out more news on the the, the sequel to Fate Extella, the Umbral Star. That the overseas release of that came out uh, early last year. 
Yeah. Uh, this was like this was like the the Fate series kind of Dynasty Warriors style game that was kind of a spiritual se- uh, sequel to the Fate Extra RPG PSP games. So the Fate Extella Link is the sequel to that. Um, re- were released uh, sometime in March in Japan, and they revealed uh, three new playable characters in there. Uh, on top of Charlemagne, you have uh, Francis Drake, who's from um, the Fate Extra games. Uh, Skaha, who is from the Fate Grand Order, and uh, Astolfo, which is from Fate Apocrypha. So, and then oh, the there's, new there's one. Is that the, that's the new one, right? Yeah, yeah. Fate Apocrypha is like the new Fate series that kind of yeah. got a, a TV adaptation. It's, it was originally a light novel years ago, but they finally decided to do that. Oh, I remember that that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and then so they also tease like you know additional characters, uh, but they haven't been announced yet, and. Uh, th- Phoenix Stella Link is like a weird kind of placement because it's technically a sequel, but it's more acting as a bridge between uh, the first Phoenix Stella and the quote-unquote proper sequel of uh, the next part of Phoenix Stella. <laughs> so it's it's it, they're so very convoluted about this series. So, but that that's the new news for now. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, it's obviously that that series uh, still making billions of dollars. So it's, it's, yeah. it's they obviously are trying to expand it. And I hopefully get to see that game come over because like. Uh, I mean, the only recent thing we got, like, yeah, that Fate uh, Stella Humble Star came out on the Switch back in August, but that's like, yeah. you know, that's that, that, cool that, that. Yeah, it's more because like you know, it's a it's an obligation in Marvelous. Uh, I think the reason they we got like Fate Stella was because it had a contract with Marvelous. Marvelous is in charge of like no publishing rights of that and distribution rights. Oh, okay. So. I didn't realize that that was like that was like an actual contract with them. So that's cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. uh, and then uh, other piece of news that we've got here. Actually, the last piece of news that we've got is that um, Capcom came out and said that Monster Hunter World's PC release, which before was only a TBA thing, they announced uh, that there would be one back when this was first the game was first announced. Uh, they actually said that they were having some trouble with it, and so it actually won't be coming out until sometime this autumn. Uh, to make up for that, kind of because it means that Xbox One owners once again miss out on this, but they're gonna have one more beta for ps4 users only uh that'll be happening on starting january 18th to the 22nd it'll feature a new quest hunt uh nergigante i think is how it's pronounced. yeah i think yeah i think so yeah Nergigante. Yeah. exactly that's that's the the flagship monster for the series and from what i expect because the first three for, were... for the for this uh, installment for world because you know rathalos is obviously the big monster oh, hunters but yeah, other flagship monster that's be, but that's gonna be the, the final boss for sure this is definitely just for the uh uh, the uh, the beta itself, so it's got like kind of shades of Neo a little bit doing four betas, but um, that yeah, I expect this to be extremely difficult uh, considering the last three were progressively difficult over time. This I'm sure will be the the toughest one of them all, uh, and so there'll be a few days where people will be able to try that out. I assume you can use the same client uh, as before. You just just update and then you'll be able to play it. So hopefully you've kept that and haven't deleted it already. I need to re-download that. I think I deleted it already. Yeah, I mean, for, for what it's worth, uh, I assume that they'll let you to allow you to play the other ones. Those who uh, uh, the, those who beat the monsters actually won against them. They got like some um, uh, bundles, like a gift bundle kind of thing, where you got like items and stuff like that you can use in the main game. So I don't, I didn't see the news story for this, so I don't know if they. I, I'm sure that you'll get a, a prize for this as well, and you'll be able to take that stuff into the main game. Um, but I'm pretty 
interested in this because I played the beta like you did, and I got excited uh, playing it uh, because it's kind of crazy. Uh, I think we already talked about how I also felt ashamed <laughs> of my needs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's it's um, I'm pretty excited about that. I don't know if I'll get the console release because man, I spent a lot of money on stuff recently. So I'm and mm-hmm. there's other games that are going to be coming out the next yeah. few weeks, like Lost Spheres on my profile. Um, but man, uh, I assume you're going to be picking this up though. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, I have a, a lot of lot of friends uh, who are ready to dive into this. I'm like, all right, it's it's fucking time. We we played a lot of the beta. You know, James and I have been talking about stuff we can do for the site. But it's one of the like uh, I mentioned, uh, you know, with you guys on the staff channel that this kind of the Monster Hunter World is like one of the rare RPGs that we that we cover that has like a big, big, big multiplayer component to it. So yeah. there's a lot of fun stuff we can do, like you know, with our community uh, as well uh, yeah. on this title. So it's Hey, a lot of us are, are are coming in new. I'm sure a handful of us are, are veterans at it. So it's going to be a one big learning experience <laughs> all I might, around. I, I might need to pick it up just because the fact that I want to learn because I feel like when I was playing it, I was just kind of scrambling my way and just like mashing buttons. I was playing like mm-hmm. an action game and I probably shouldn't do that. Uh, it was pretty fun when I was able to like mount a, a, one of the monsters uh, just by leaping on its back. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of mashy stuff. But that's going to be out on January 26th, so just a few days after the beta concludes. Uh, same day as Dragon Ball Fighters, though, so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be tough uh, to decide of how to use my budget. Um, actually, that's like the same week of my birthday. Maybe I'll just make mm. an excuse to spend more on my birthday. Uh, yeah, so that, that's going to be out. Obviously, expect a lot of coverage, uh, like Josh was talking about uh, on the site. Uh, video coverage, also guides. Uh, obviously, a review will have that uh, all prepared uh, before the launch. So just be looking forward to that. Well, hopefully before the launch. I don't know. I can't promise anything, but we'll see. Uh, so uh, leading into what we've got left over here, um, the last bit of news we've got, uh, Dissidia Final Fantasy NT, uh, which is set to be released on January 11th in Japan, uh, January 30th, I believe, in, or 31st, I forget. Was it 30th or 31st? I think it's 30th. Yeah, yeah. It's 30th in, in America. But um, in Japan, since they're going to be releasing that in a week, actually five days, as of this recording, um, they're going to have a pre-launch event, uh, which I'm sure they're going to show off a lot of that game. Um, we'll try to capture anything that we can and share that with you guys out there uh, who want to see what the game is like. There's been some cutscenes going around. That's kind of funny. <laughs> oh yeah, I expect a lot of silly referential humor and uh, a lot of in jokes uh, for people who are fans of the series. A lot of characters from other series talking to characters of uh, uh excuse me characters of, of one entry uh, talking to other characters cloud talking to butts that kind of thing uh, but uh that's that's gonna be i think i'll i don't know if i'll want to play it for the gameplay if i want to play it for the story stuff because that's kind of that looks i'm kind of kind of interested to see like how big like the the quote-unquote like story mode is in that game because yeah, if it's uh, short though it's if it's yeah. only like inconsequential like because otherwise I don't know that that the gameplay. I don't know how exciting it's. It's a tough sell because yeah, because I, I, I haven't really seen too much like a, like the level up mechanics in the city if there are any yeah. like the single player because I know like in the PSP games there yeah. they made a big deal about that. So we'll I saw see. people like oh. mad, like in crazy levels and I saw some person playing and it just it was nuts. But it's obviously a totally different like perspective the way it's laid out you know it's not like i mean obviously they're both kind of flying around attacking each other just like the originals but it's it's obviously bigger environments and stuff like that so it's i don't know if people start to get a little frustrated with that but it's been it's crazy to think that that game's been in arcades for over two years you know and now as we're getting it uh, it still holds up graphically too it's still very beautiful so i'm 
I hope they kind of use like all these fucking character models for something else, uh, like moving forward too. Oh man, Final Fantasy VI remake, am I right? I, I, it's, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know how I feel about people keep asking for remakes of all these different games. Like I've, playing Xenogears, I definitely can see it benefit from like a remaster or remake. But boy, like some of these other games, like after the stuff that they've done before, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's it's hard to really uh, be excited about it, but. They did that for Final Fantasy IX. They did like a, a little bit of a remaster, so we'll see. We've got the Secret Armada remake next month, so their track record for remakes still can be improved upon. But we'll see if if, if they do take those models. That They're running out of games to remake, man. Oh, or they'll remaster. just make, they'll just take they'll just make another Final Fantasy app in children and just use the character models. <laughs> That's what they'll do. They'll, they'll, they'll just go the Shadow of the Colossus route. They'll have a remake on top of the remaster. Oh my gosh! I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. yet another year for the remakes and remasters but fortunately the ones that are being done that way are stuff to be worth you know worth getting excited about so uh looking forward to that um and in the last bit that we've got here so uh as of this recording it's january 6th january 7th uh awesome games done quick 2018 will be kicking off and so i've actually gone ahead and put a little bit of a um uh, rundown of some of the games they're going to be playing during that event so people can who are interested in checking that stuff out uh obviously the times are scheduled to change it all comes down to how quickly people beat the game or how slowly they take honestly uh but uh, i think this will you can always go to the website which is gamesdonequick.com slash any schedule. any some cool oh my bad <laughs> yeah it's it's, it's it's just gamesdonequick.com slash schedule but yeah the uh-huh. games that are gonna be played so it starts at 9 a.m pacific time um with crush bandicoot 3 warp so people can check that out not a lot of RPGs starting up, to be uh, honest. Oh, yeah, that's what, that's what I was going to ask. Like, are any noteworthy RPGs that they're going to be running? Until later, I'll tell you. Uh, actually, I'll run them all down right now. It'll, I'll be kind of quick about this, so we're not taking too much time here. But, like, Skyrim is going to be at 2.30 uh, p.m. Uh, Prinny 2, Dawn of Operation Penny's Dude. Which uh, are, are these, uh, like, a Sunday? Uh, no, this is, yeah, this is all Sunday. I'll, I'll tell you the okay. days. Uh, so that'll be at uh, that Prinny 2, uh, which I never got to play, but it looks crazy, and I want to. Sure, they were fucking tough. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I do remember, like, a lot of enemies on screen. Um, that's going to be 11, uh, a little past 11 o'clock p.m. Uh, nothing on Monday at all. No RPGs. So we get nope. to Tuesday, Castlevania Harmony of Dissonance at uh, just before 7 a.m. All right. Uh, Castlevania Symphony Night right after that uh, at 7.30. So it's just how many dissonance apparently can beat in 30 minutes. Who knew? Uh, that'll be out. And then um, right after that, Fire Emblem 8, The Sacred Stones. Oh, that's good. At that's 8 really o'clock a.m. Uh, then later that night, um, Sun Hill. People were crazy about that game like I am, that series. Uh, that's at like around 9.50, so right before 10 p.m. Uh, going to Wednesday, uh, just the original Dragon Quest. That's all there is, and that's at about 9.30 Thursday, this is when we get into it. Thursday, Secret of Evermore at 7.40. That crazy-ass nice. Square Enix America-made game. Uh, mm-hmm. They should have given them another chance, but, you know, whatever. Uh, followed by Legend of Mystical Ninja at 9.35. Hell yeah. Yeah, so it's... Secret of Evermore, you can beat in 90 minutes. I'm still getting my kind of my mind wow. around that stuff. Uh, and then after Legend of Mystical Ninja, a little bit later... Prey at, at just before 2 p.m. So the oh, okay. 2017 edition, not the 2008, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Uh, f- and then Owlboy will be at 7 p.m. Hyper- oh, awesome. Yes. Uh, that's I love that game so much. That game's so good. Um, Hyperlight Drifter right before 10 p.m. Uh, so it's cool. gonna, it's, <laughs> these games are going to be showing at, like a time when I have to be in bed. So I don't know. Uh, Friday. This is when it gets way into it. Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix HD. 
that'll be after 10 a.m. Just right after 10 a.m. Followed right after that with Pokemon Black and White 2. So that'll be there. I don't remember seeing that game at all. I don't think I've ever yeah, seen it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a speedrun of that. Uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time will be that Of course. Uh, just before 6 p.m. Yeah, it's always got to be there. That's going to be that night. Uh, should mention... If I'm not mistaken, no Super Metroid at all uh, during this GDQ. They actually won't be showing it this year uh, uh, during this event. So I think they're trying to kind of take like a break for a bit there because the Super Metroid races have not gone so great <laughs> uh, as of late. Uh, they usually end up with like one or two people able to survive towards the end because and people get kind of upset about that. Um, mm. Legend of Zelda, the original first one, that'll be on Saturday. So st- Saturday is basically RPG day. I'll tell you this much. If you want to see RPGs, Sat- next Saturday is where it's going to be. There's going to be a three-way race uh, at just before 5 a.m. <laughs> so if you want to wake up that early. Uh, once again, this is all Pacific times. Right after that, Mass Effect 1. So that's going to be... The uh, best one. I, personally, my favorite one because it's the most RPG. Um, Hell yeah. That's going to be right after 5.30 a.m. Uh, Warcraft 3 uh, will be right after 7.30 a.m. Diablo, Diablo, um, that'll be right after that at around 8.40 Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced Edition right after that at around 9.30 Bloodborne at 11.30 so that's that's crazy to look at and Final Fantasy 4 finally we're getting a Final Fantasy game Final Fantasy 4 there's always been a Final Fantasy I will tell you Final Fantasy 7 the speed run they did at Summer Games Done Quick everyone listening needs to watch that it was about 6 or 7 hours long entertaining throughout the whole thing it was so much fun to watch i highly recommend people who were listening to go back and watch that final fantasy 7 speed one they did because it was very informative very entertaining uh and it's always a good watch i actually watched it again recently it's still amazing wow uh, and, and then then we got the uh, last couple games we got here legend of zelda link to the past that'll be at 3 three forty p.m about like i said times uh, these times are all over the place so it's it's subject to change and the last game, which is in fact the last game of the entire event, Saturday, uh, Saturday night, eight o'clock, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, all the main quests. Oh, okay. So actually, doing all the main quests. It's not, I thought it was like it's going to be like uh, be like twenty minutes long. Then. Exactly. I think like summer games done quick. That was like a stretch goal, I think, or like a, uh, a donation goal to get that to unlock it. This year, it's straight up just the last event of cool. the of the of the entire marathon. Yeah, it's great to just have some uh, the games done quick stuff uh, in the background. So it's it's gonna be exciting. Uh, I'll be. I mean, I don't I don't know if you about you, but. It'll be always be in the background for me. Uh, just having that, it's great to fall asleep to that stuff and waking up to it. Uh, so that'll be uh, some exciting stuff to have. Uh, but yeah, and it, so we'll, we'll of course share any of that stuff on on our Twitter account, which is at RPG Site. Uh, we'll have we'll share you anytime an RPG pops up there when we're around. We'll we'll share when that's if you guys want to watch that stuff. And so uh, leading into the end here of this podcast, you can go visit us at RPGSite.net. Like I said, we got some guides up. Uh, some other articles up right now. Some like once again the features. If you haven't checked them out yet, we did the um, something we talked about before. We did the most anticipated RPGs of 2018. Got that up. Uh, the upcoming RPGs of 2018. So a full list of that stuff that that's up on the site too, along with our features that we did for uh, the old Final Fantasy 30th anniversary and the um, games of the year. Go check that out. Uh, all that stuff is still uh, featured at the top page of our site, so you can easily get to that. Uh, you can also check us on Facebook, facebook.com slash rpgsitenet, youtube.com slash rpgsitenet. Be sure to subscribe to that. Like I said, we have a lot of video content coming up here. I'll be announcing my playthroughs pretty soon here. I know, Josh, you've got some stuff you want to you want to work uh, with that. Uh, 
more video related content uh, be, to be worked on. Uh, James will have his own. He's, he's got a, a fun video coming up pretty soon here. He's, mm-hmm. yeah, I think he's about done with that. It'll be up on that channel soon. So check that out. Uh, also, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, your favorite podcast app. Just search for TetraCast or permanent Discord link, discord.me, such RPG site. Speaking of Monster Hunter World, we actually have a dedicated channel for that. So if you want to talk with people and party up uh, for the beta and beyond when the game comes out, uh, be sure to join us there and have fun with that. And obviously we've got other channels for like anime for the new season and um, the arts, uh, just general chat. So be sure to check that out. Finally, you can find us on Twitter. Where can they find you, Josh? You can find me at HDKirin, H-D-K-I-R-I-N. Great. You can find me at Zach Reese. So that's it. January 6th, 2018 edition of the TetraCast, the first podcast of the year. Here's to an amazing 12 months for the site. we got so much stuff planned for, for everyone, uh, so be sure to stay tuned for that. But we'll be here next week for yet another edition of the TetraCast. Bye, everyone.